is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Thank you, Susan Moranti, for that charming introduction as always. Hey, welcome back again to the Dharmic Evolution Podcast. I'm so glad you guys are with me today. I wouldn't dream of having the show without you. So before we get started today, please sign up on our website, dharmicevolution.com, to your favorite platform, whatever that is. I think we've got you covered. And also, we have the Rising Dharmic Stars Spotify playlists, over 100 songs. Is your music on there? You better find out. Because if it's not, you better reach out to me. If you've been a guest on this show, you get to be featured on one of those playlists. Or if you've been on there for a while and you have a brand new song out that you'd like to get some traffic to, reach out to me, james at dharmicevolution.com, and I will elevate your status. How cool would that be? Today, we are going to Liverpool, England. We haven't been in England in a while. I'm very excited about this artist. She is a wonderful folk balladeer, electro-pop singer-songwriter from rainy England. But smile, she's also an actress. She's the kind of artist who can stand up and sing a ballad that will make the hair on your neck stand up and then sing you an upbeat melody that will play in your ear for weeks. It's a little congested in there, but I love it. We've got some really cool tracks today to share with you. Her music has gained millions of views and listens on social media, thousands of streams on Spotify, massive radio play on the BBC, Song of the Year 2019, and been published in incredible magazines like Wonderland Magazine last year. You'll find that she's all about the good vibes, positivity, kindness, and inclusion. If she's not working hard making music, you might find her skateboarding with her dog Chester. She is always out there trying to find the inspiration and put it into her music. Ladies and gentlemen, you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City all the way to Liverpool, England to hang out with a brand new Dharmic Rising Star, Holly Lovelady. Holly, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Thank you for having me. I'm so honoured. And you know, I detect you're you're in you're in England, right? But I te- I detect an Irish accent as well. Are you originally from Ireland? Really? No, I have um, some family from Ireland, so maybe there's a little twang. But um, I am from Liverpool, where the Beatles are from. <laughs> okay, okay. I, it's probably just a it's just very very slight, but um, I've had you know a lot of Irish uh, on the show, so. Um, you know, and, and I'm Irish, so of course I'm picking up on something. So lots to talk about here today. Um, yeah. and you're a skateboarder. I love it. I've been checking out your Instagram stuff. You look like a ballerina on that thing. What are you doing? How did you develop that? <laughs> oh, do you know, um, I only started skateboarding in October as like a hobby, and, but I can surf, um, and I just love it. It's so great to just be able to outside on a good day when we do get no rain in England and just razz around. It's fab. 
So this must this must have some um, inspirational um, motivation for your creativity and your songwriting, no? Because you look so happy and so free on that thing, and I like the the uh, the little U turns and the things that you're doing. You get down really low. You look like you're ready to do jumps and everything <laughs> else too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'll try and learn some jumps, um, but it does. It really frees your mind, it clears your mind, so I'm able to um, write so much better. I've definitely found that for sure. And it's almost like dancing when you're on the board because it's a surf skateboard and not an ordinary skateboard. You're able to just turn and flow in ways that you wouldn't be able to, like you would, like you would on water if you were to surf a wave in the sea. Yeah. So it's really special. I love it. Now, have you seen, um, I don't know what these are called, but the newest, um, the newest type of board that I've seen out there, and I've seen a lot of the young kids on these, and they just stand on it, and it's got like a motor. It's got one wheel, and there's no, there's no using your feet. It's just like, and I'm going, when are we going to turn into vegetables? It's going to be soon. I mean, it's like now you can't, you don't even have to put your foot down and propel yourself. Are you kidding? Have you seen these? They're all over down here. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've seen one or two over here in England. Maybe it's not caught on properly yet here, but I have seen them and I've just looked and gone, what? what's that? Like, it just looks so mad. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're called. They look, they look, they look cool. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I, I don't know what, you know, it's like there's no, um, there's no physical activity whatsoever. You just stand there. And I've seen a lot of these young kids, um, the latest thing is to be texting while you're on that thing. So I can just see the accident rate going through the roof uh, pretty soon. Oh my God. Because, uh, yeah, so it's it just like, I mean, it's becoming, we're becoming the, the epitome of laziness with this thing. There's no, uh, there's no reason for you to even be on it. It's mm. like you could put a mannequin on it, I guess. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I'm glad some people are still skateboarding and doing physical activity. Uh, it's so important. Um, I, I want there's a lot of yes. things I want to, I want to talk to you about. And, um, before we get into all the topics, because you have some exciting things, you've got a tour coming up. You've got the Cannes Film Festival. Is that right? That's coming up. Um, so many exciting yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So um, I picked out a couple of songs that I think are really uh, important uh, for us to share with the audience today. And uh, I want to start with um, something in the way. So can we start with that one and then talk about it? Yeah, for sure. Here we go. Something in the way. There's something in the way that you walk. There's something in the way that you talk. There's something in the way that you look at me that makes me fall apart. There's something in the way of us There's something in the way Because You Circumcid still And I'm wondering Right now While I'm sat at home Scrolling up and down 
really i mean what a great song and i love the um you know you paint such a vivid picture of scrolling on the phone and tell me all about this now is this written for somebody very very specific in mind yes so at the time uh, i was madly in love with this young boy um and he just wasn't good he he had the in the end of it he wasn't very nice um but it was just at that time being so in love with somebody and the whole world they can make the whole world so beautiful they can just change it like that and it was just about that experience really of you can be in a room of, with a hundred people but only that person you can only see that person and that's kind of what it was just explaining how i felt um at the time and it's a beautiful song i love that song. it's my favorite song that i've written um and i think you know hopefully a lot of people can listen to it and really relate and know who their special person is or was at the time um so yeah something in a way i love it (laughs) you have a flair for poetry did you read a lot of poetry growing up or do you still read poetry um do you know i haven't i've always i've always loved shakespeare plays i've always loved um Shakespeare um but my granddad um who passed away last year my granddad would tell me stories and read me stories so really all my like my music and my creativity I think comes from my granddad who was a singer um so he just inspired me all of the stories he'd tell me and he would read me some poems um lots of Irish tales too um and I think maybe that's where it all comes from from my granddad my condolences for your loss on your granddad. That is such a special gift that he, he gave you and shared with you. I mean, uh, it, it doesn't come from any place more pure when it comes from somebody like that who really loves you and, and you know, helps you 
you know, form the foundation of your artistry by sharing, like, you know, his wonderful, you know, ideas and thoughts and things like that. Tell me about, you know, this song triggered some ideas in my mind when I listened to it. Um, is social media, do you feel, um, is it somewhat of a crutch and a barrier for people in the UK or, or just based on your observation for people having real interactions with each other? Mm. Yeah, I think it definitely, um, it prevents people from, I think personally in my experience, people wanting to reach out like in a public space and saying, hi, you know, nice to meet you and talking to somebody so normal in, in the open air, everyone now especially younger people are so used to just like seeing people on Instagram or Facebook and messaging them and you know social media can be a great form of expression and to get out there with art but I think also it's not it's, it's very false it's a very false community people paint a picture of something when it can be something completely different very strange it's very strange social media <laughs> if I could not be on social media I would do that but um, I know with music and in the acting world Social media is a great, great tool to have. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, the thing, the parallel that I drew from that, and this song brought a lot of these questions out in my mind because, uh, you know, my observations have been that just like you described, um, when you go into a coffee shop, for instance, and you have an opportunity, if you, you spin around and you see somebody and they, they they notice you rather than acknowledge your presence what do they do they grab their phone and start like mm -hmm. surfing it's <laughs> it's like really bizarre it's like crazy yes. and it's like even on the street yeah. um sometimes depending on where you are in the states some are friendlier like like the south is very very friendly people go out of their way to look at you acknowledge you and say hello and good morning and other places yeah. Uh, it's not that way. It's like they turn away or give you a dirty look like, what, why are you invading? My, look, what's your agenda? Are you trying to pick me up? <laughs> you know, and it's just a simple good morning. Hello. And I think yeah. I think the crutch, as yeah. I described it, is the social media of, well, I'll just go to this instead of walking up and saying something to, I mean, you just need an icebreaker, like just to say hi. And you can learn so yeah. much from somebody in a very short yeah. conversation. And the other observation is these dating sites have been around, you know, they're big in the U.S. I don't know about the U.K., but um, there's more and more and more and more all the time. And I, I, don't, I don't do dating sites because I'm yeah. in a, a very wonderful, uh, committed relationship. And uh, I haven't done them in many, many, many years. But um, I noticed that the people on them, they can't get enough. And there's more and more and more dating sites. And it seems like no matter how many of them there are, you're not connecting with anybody. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, because they're, they're all ghosts, you know, it's like, yeah. It's like, so when do we get to, so, so again, it's like, I feel like the social media and a lot of these sites are barriers to keep us from having um, intellectual and real um, conversations with each other by listening to somebody like when you look someone in yeah. the eye and you hear the tone of their voice and you observe their body language 
you can learn so much more than just if it's somebody scrolling on something. It's not really, I don't know who this is really, you know? Yeah. But I'm not condemning or, or promoting. I'm just saying yeah. it's just no. it's just something to think about, you know. Just um, I, I wish we would have more opportunities um, to interact. Let me ask you, do you have you performed on uh, So Far Sounds? Have you ever done a gig with them? No, I haven't performed. I know about them and I would love to perform. Um, that's something that is on my list. I'm so desperate to tick. <laughs> You have to move that up to the top of your list because you would be perfect at these um, type of gigs. And uh, that's one of the things when uh, actually um, this young lady who's uh, she's from North Carolina. She's a singer songwriter. She told me about it about a year and a half ago. And I started watching and, and it, this goes to the conversation that I just had previously with you was that it's really great because. There's no real agenda for, we're not promoting the bar, the restaurant, or this or that. We're really there to hear and see and support real artists, you know, and that's the whole gig. It's like, we're here to listen. And I got really excited when I heard about that because we need more spaces like that. I mean, some of the places that I've seen artists perform in, you've got, the, the you know the band up there trying to play and then you've got 12 tvs playing 18 different sports shows everybody's <laughs> on their phone everyone's drinking there's a thousand distractions and it's like the music becomes yeah. last and it's it's so sad to see that you know so um so far sounds I, I think is a is a step in the right direction i think you would do great with that oh definitely that is it's something i so want to do and i'm i'm now going to put it to the top of the list and by the end of today I'm gonna <laughs> good good and by the way just just type in so far sounds london and because they have all these chapters like everywhere i mean they're all over the states i mean they're all, literally all over the world but that will hook you up to the to the chapter that you need to uh you know to find out what's available and they'll post all the opportunities that are that are coming up so you have to work it into your very busy schedule <laughs> oh it'll definitely be in there 100 percent yeah, so um, let's talk about, now we talked about the skateboarding. Now, I, I did ask you about um, how it impacts your writing. Is, is that something that's really dominant that you feel like when you come off the board, do you feel like energized in a way that you want to write? Or does writing come to you, like is it discipline? Do you, do you figure out time, I'm going to write on this day? Or do you wait for the muse and the inspiration to come as far as a, a writing uh, perspective yeah well um i'm definitely i couldn't possibly I, I find it difficult to sit at the piano and go i'm going to write a song about this because nothing will come nothing will come so i have to sometimes inspiration will arrive by meeting somebody and they tell me a story and i'm inspired by what they've told me and so then i'll be able to write something but it's very natural and it's usually at about 1 a.m in the morning i'm like half asleep on the piano and that's usually when I write my songs. That's my best time um, to write. Because in the middle of the day, there's so much going on in my mind that I know I need to do. That I've, I, it's very difficult for, that, for the lyrics to come through my mind. So of an evening when everyone's in bed, I'm just on the piano, and that's when I can write my songs. That's great. Yeah, everyone has their sweet spot. Mine is early in the morning, but it's not that early in the morning. It's more yeah. like, you know, 5.30 in the morning, and I'm energized and all that. But... Um, <laughs> but but as long as you know 
where's your sweet spot? It's like you know that the odds are probably stacked in your favor that when you approach it at that time, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna do something pretty cool, mm-hmm. you know. So um, now let me ask you about <laughs> your touring coming up. You're gonna tour the UK and Ireland. So happy and excited for you. This sounds like really really oh, cool. Yeah. This is gonna happen this fall. Coming up this fall. Yes, it's going to start in Dublin um, on the 2nd of September. And it'll be my first official proper tour. Nervous, but very excited. I love Ireland, so I can't wait to um, share my songs live. Very, very exciting. Now, tell me about, are you going to go, are you doing this tour just solo, just all by yourself, you and piano? Is that the the usual um, stage presentation? Um, not usually. Um, in the past, I've performed with, you know, bass guitar, drums, um, and guitar. But um, this time, it's just me and my piano, my skateboard, and my mum. That's the setup for this for this tour. And that's when I'm at my most comfortable, is just me and a piano, because I'm in complete control, and that's, that's just me at my most comfortable. Um, so, yeah, that's the setup for this tour. <laughs> Now, that's great. So you've got the support system going. Your mom is there on your skateboard. Now, does your mom skateboard also? Just checking. No. <laughs> no. no, she doesn't. I thought there might be a chance. I, oh, I my word, that would be a catastrophe. <laughs> I, I, st- I was just throwing one out there. I know this was a, a curveball. but <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though. I love that you asked the question. Yeah, because I was just I had this image of her skateboarding on stage and introducing you. I thought that would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea yeah i'll have to get her uh, get her on the board before september <laughs> yeah start doing a little it's, it's you definitely know something uh, different work her into rehearsal it'd be great you know <laughs> <laughs> so, so so i i don't want to i don't want to uh, go off the tour yet because it sounds like this is going to be really fun you know really really fun time yeah. um how long are you going to be out? Is it going to be like a four weeks, six week, or is it going to be like how long is is it going to take you? Is it going to take the whole autumn, or you know, how many places do you think you'll end up? Um, I don't think it's going to take the the whole of autumn. I'll, I, the the shows that are booked, they have like little gaps in between, so I'm able to go on tour, perform at these like two locations, and go go back to what um, you know back home and do other bits of my work, and then go back out. So it's going to be a lot of to and throwing between home and the venues but I like that I like that I think uh, I'm a home bird though as well I, I love being at home and being with my nan and so yeah I'm away for too long I'm like oh get me back to my nan <laughs> I love it the home bird I've never heard that expression it's I, I always oh, really? love um getting these new expressions that I've never heard of before a home bird <laughs> we say home body home over bird. here but a home bird is kind of cool you know because you could be any bird mm. you want you, you prefer blue jay or cardinal or what, what do you what do you like bluebird oh, I don't know let's be an owl an owl is very very cool yeah let's be an owl I know they only fly at night but that's when I'm at my most crazy no. Yeah, and they they are they are just so good, man. You, when they swoop in for their prey, you don't even hear them. You, see, you hear nothing, you know. <laughs> very very good. So I want to play um, this next one. Is this this is all acapella, and this is very very beautiful. Um, this song called Dreamers. So let's listen, and then uh, we want to talk about this one for sure, Holly. What do you think? Definitely. 
My name it is Maria My daughter is a dreamer She says that she is worried That she will have to When I was only twenty, I crossed the burning border. I came to find a good life and brought my daughter here. When I came to America, I hoped life would be better. For me and for my daughter And here I worked for you I harvested the peaches In Northern California And then in Colorado My family and me This land was made by dreamers and children of those dreamers. We came to find democracy and hope. Now all we have is hope. My husband is a good no raping criminal His hands are rough and scarred now From digging in the earth My daughter loves her father And he was always gentle He too came from Helisco But will you send her back now To live in fear and terror She is our only daughter Whose dreams have been our vow We work to pay our way here We gave our youth and promise And in Turn you force us to go back to the wall. This land was made by dreamers and children of those dreamers. We came to find democracy and hope. Now all we have is hope. My name it is Maria My daughter is a dreamer She says that she is worried That she will have to leave
So what a compelling piece of artistry this was. I played this song like three times and, uh, you know, your control in your voice and the subject matter, the lyrics, um, really very, very beautifully done. And I commend you on this song. And this is, you know, it screams America to me. So what is it's It's about somebody's it's about somebody's mother. Now, where did you write that? What perspective is this from? Like, who is this about? Well, I cannot take the credit for writing this song. This is a song by a lovely lady from America. You will know Judy Collins, folk singer. This is oh, her. okay. Yes, this is, and, and I'd never heard of Judy Collins before I heard this song. Somebody had played it to me, and I was completely blown away. I was like, oh, my God, this lady is incredible. And I, I don't usually... Every now and then I'll do a cover, and I'm not really a fan of doing them, but I heard this and I was like, I want, to, I want to tell this story, I want to sing this story. And I just think it's so beautiful, and it is about America, so that's why you picked up on it. <laughs> um, so I cannot yeah. take credit for this song, as much as I would love to. <laughs> well, you know, it's so... It's so um serendipitous that you would you know have this song and we would feature this show, this song on this show at this particular time in history yeah. because um this country has gone through so much insanity with mm. um people trying to destroy our way of life um when i say our way of life it's what i'm referring to the constitution of what this country was founded on and this song speaks to that and I feel that the people that are trying to tear it down um, should just go live in China or go live in some place where these freedoms are not abundant to, to them. Yeah. And they would sing a very different tune. So this, this is very, very appropriate um, for this time. So I thank you for selecting it and the beautiful um, way that you performed it. Really fantastic. Really love this. I think it's a song. As I, I think it's a song that doesn't require music. It's a story, and the story is the most important part um, than, than the music. Yeah. So let me ask you, uh, Holly, where you your foundations came from. Besides your grandfather, um, whatever you know put you on this path that you were going to be such a storyteller, um, such a flair for you know poetic um, music. And who were you listening to that kind of formed you onto this path? Well, my granddad originally, um, he, he was a, a jazz singer. So he would love um, to listen to Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr. and Doris Day. So from a very, very little age, that was the sort of music that I was listening to. Um, and then I eventually, you know, my mum would play Fleetwood Mac and lots of folk bands. And so I just started to really appreciate, I think from a young age, different genres of music. And, and I realized that I love the songs that have a story and I love telling stories. I love being sat around a campfire and everyone having a chat, whether it's ghost stories or whatever. I love that. And I feel like folk music can do that. And just, you know, story songs in general. And I just found my way I just I feel like I fell into music really. I think so you you really did not need to decide, hey, I'm going to be this genre or that genre or this style. Um, it sounds like the music selected you. Yes, yeah, I guess so. yeah. I, I never um, sat down and thought, oh what, what would I what do I want to play? you know what's cool and what's current? It just 
I just perform and play music and it just comes out folk it just comes out story so that I've just fallen into that category I think but I think that's me at my most genuine um is piano ballads folk music stories so yeah I would I would not fit singing a big pop song like I would be so out of place and I would feel so uncomfortable on a stage and that's again why I want to do this tour with just a piano um, because it's, I find it sometimes a bit intimidating with lots of people on the stage. I feel like I have to perform so much when really I'm at my best when it's just me on my own and a piano and I can connect with the audience. Yes, it, it, your music is very intimate, so I, I think it's, it's fitting, you know, and it, it communicates your, your music much better. Let's talk about Khan, the film festival. How did you get hooked up with that and how exciting <laughs> is this? To go and attend that and be a part of that. Tell me, tell me, what are your aspirations there? What are you looking forward to? What will you do there? And how did you get connected to this? <laughs> I just asked a lot of questions. This is going to go 20 minutes. Well, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Don't you worry. Um, so at the same time as writing music, I am an actress. So I do perform in, in musicals and plays. And um, in last September, I got cast in a film. And that was via the director had seen my uh, music video for Oriane, where I look completely different. I have really short, dark hair. I don't know if you've seen yes, that. Yes, I have. Um, and so because of that, he asked, you know, for me to come and do a screen test. And my character in this film, it's a 1920s gothic horror, has a really short 1920s bob. So I had to put that on and I'd done a screen test and he liked me. And so I've been filming that for months. And that only stopped, stopped filming, I think, at the beginning of April this year. So... I just I, I thought, wow, gosh, you know, I can't believe I've just been in a film. And then I just searched, you know, the, the Cannes Film Festival. I've always been a fan of it. And I reached out to them. Literally, it's as simple as that. I'm, I'm not going because of the film or because of an agent. I just reached out to them and I sent them an email and I said, I'm Holly and this is what I've been up to and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, yeah, I, I got contacted to, to go out and enjoy the Cannes Film Festival and be accredited. So that's, that's really the story, I guess. Um, and I'm just really excited to go out and meet filmmakers and cool people that again love to tell stories and watch some amazing films and get some sun because we don't get any here. So I'm excited. <laughs> Lots of congratulations all the way around. This is just wonderful. Uh, Bless you. Yeah, this is this is great. When is this anyway? It's coming up soon, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the 16th. Oh no, I lie. It's the 17th to the 28th, and I go on the 16th. So, yeah, I'm really excited because they never let anybody into the Cannes Film Festival. So I'm very surprised they let me go. <laughs> Usually I have to be in like a big film or something, but uh, I feel very lucky. I have someone looking over me. <laughs> that is awesome. Tell me all, more about um, what you like to do when you're not acting, you're not writing, you're not performing. Uh, you skateboard. What else do you do for chill time? What do you like to do when you just need to a little little bit of time away from music to like regenerate? I um, love to get up really early and go on a walk with my mum. That's something that I absolutely love to do early in the in, early in the morning, walking with her and just you know appreciating that special time. You know I love my mum so much and often throughout the day everyone's so crazy and doing busy stuff that you don't get special time to sit and be with someone and just talk and so yeah I love to do that and that clears my mind and if I'm not walking I'm probably sat with the dog literally yeah <laughs> 
this must sound so boring, but no. yeah, they're, they're the things that I love to do. Walk, be with my mum, sit with the dog, skateboard, just those things. Like, I suppose a, a simple, simple life when I'm not making music. <laughs> simple is good. It's a full life, no? Yeah, yeah, it is. It feels like it. It feels very, very lovely. Um, I wanted to commend you on your link tree. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing more and more artists using the link tree and there's it's really it's it's kind of a brilliant little um marketing tool i, I really like it a lot um when did you put that together has it been a while because i've only started to notice in i guess in the last year them really coming out more and more people using them yeah oh sorry can you hear the dog the dog's just barked <laughs> oh yeah dog's welcome what's it what's the dog's name he's called chester he's down the bottom <laughs> Chester, you're welcome to come on the show, Chester. <laughs> You'll probably come up the stairs with my dad. My dad's been um, working in the garden. Um, so, yeah, I forgot what I was okay. saying now. The, dogs, the dog has distracted me. Um, it's fine. No, that's okay. Worry, would, We're just... would you like to see the dog? I would. Chester, come up and say hello. I, I'm looking forward to meeting Chester. There's dad. He's right here. There's dad full of, in his work clothes. Hi, Dad. Pass me Chester. There he is. <laughs> Chester. He is. Hey, what's going on, Chester? There you go. <laughs> he's a little miniature Jack Russell, and he's a pain. Chester. <laughs> Chester, you're awesome looking. <laughs> he's cool. He's a, he's a funny little dog. I'll pop him down. There you go. So, yes. I forgot what I was saying now before. I, no, uh, we, were, we, were, we, were, we were talking about the link tree. And, you know, when you first oh, yes. got so acclimated to using the link tree and how's, how has it been for you? Oh, well, I, the link tree, I love, I love link tree. Link tree, it's so clever. It's like a really smart condensed website with all the links just there. It's so clever. Um, I yes. got onto link tree about two years ago, or maybe even more when it was still like, you know, nobody really knew what link tree was or how you could like get a link tree. Um, and I just, a friend of mine had got one um, and yeah. she was showing me and I thought, oh my gosh, I need one of these. So I just, yeah, I just Googled it and joined and I love how you can make your, your link tree like either really colourful and bright or you can edit it to, you know, your style, your vibe really. But it's, oh, I love it. And it's so good when you're sending somebody an email and they're like, you know, you need to send them certain things. You can just pop it in that link tree and send it over and it's all there on one link. I geek out on link tree. It's that cool. Yeah, I think I I think you're right. It is very cool. I think I'm going to climb a link tree <laughs> later today or tomorrow. Um I'm I, I, I'm I'm needing to do that and pick off some peaches and uh -huh. get going on this thing. Um uh, because you're right. It's as as otherwise, you know, you're sending like a whole page of links and nobody has the the patience or time to go through you know, it's like you can choose what you like. And by the way, good color choices on yours. I really like that. It's, it's very, very, you know, it looks like a, you know, a fruit tree in the Bahamas or something. Very nice. All the colors. I love it. It just looks really appealing when you see it. You open it up. And I mean, I know some people have link trees and it's just gray and it's just nothing. And that's cool because it still does its job. But I thought, no, let's, let's put some vibes into this link tree and make it really nice on the eye. <laughs> But please get a link tree. You will never yeah. regret it. Yeah. No, I will for sure. Um, as we're winding down, I want to ask you, you've got really a wonderful year. The rest of this year is uh, full of 
joyous things happening to you, um, you know, with the con and skateboarding, the touring UK and Ireland, really, really exciting stuff. Um, tell us about your aspirations. Say if you looked out five years and you, you, you may just say, look, I like doing things day to day. I don't have any grand plans or a five-year plan or anything. But what is most exciting for you as you look forward um, to your career and your writing and your singing and your acting? Uh, what do you find most compelling that's going to be happening to you? Um, I, find that, I do find that such a difficult question because there's so much that I'd love to um, you know, achieve and be doing in, in five years' time. But... Ultimately, I'd love, you know, more people to be able to listen to my music and connect with it. Um, that is something that I would so love. Um, but also working with, you know, great directors um, and other great storytellers, that's um, something that I would love to be doing. I mean, I'd love to work with Christopher Nolan, the director. I think his films are amazing. So let's put that out into the atmosphere. Um, Christopher Nolan is, is fantastic. Um, Killian Murphy is an amazing Irish actor that I'd love to work with and he was in a band um, before he was an actor I think it was called The Sons of Mr Green Jeans um, I would love yeah I'd love to be able to work with him he has yeah he usually has a radio show on BBC Radio 6 in in the autumn time so if he's doing that this year fingers crossed <laughs> um, so yeah okay so you said Christopher Nolan and yes. Killian Murphy. Yes, an Irish actor. Okay, Have you seen I wrote Peaky those Blinders? down. Yeah, because yes, yes, I started watching that um, about a month ago. I don't think I went through the whole thing, but it's it's definitely yes, Peaky. It's, yeah, well, Killian Murphy is Tommy Shelby. <laughs> He's the lead in that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll have to we'll have to contact him through the Dharmic Evolution and tell him, listen, you know, we got Holly here. She's ready to work with you guys, but um, I'll have to see what I can do to hook this up. Bless for you. you! Oh my gosh, I think I'd fall off the chair. I'd, 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 my heart would stop. <laughs> oh gosh! No, don't do that. We'll have to get Chester in here to re to resuscitate you. Oh, CPR by Chester. So, so before. <laughs> so before we say goodbye, I, I got to just recap the things that I learned. I learned about the home bird. I learned about the bob, which I didn't know. And I learned about taking Chester and popping him down. And, uh, and so these are things that I, I'm going to hold dear and near to, to my heart as my eclectic uh, collection uh, grows and blossoms, you know. I, I was on with some Australian once and... Uh, and uh, she said to me, oh, I've been gobsmacked. <laughs> I said, what? Gobsmacked? Gobsmacked, yeah. And, so, and so I'm, co I'm collecting all this. Do you guys say it too, right? The yeah. Brits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had, this, uh, I had this idea that it was something disgusting just happened. And it's, no, 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 it's, it's okay. Gobsmacked is, is a good thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. I love you. <laughs> oh. Well, listen, Holly, it was, it was wonderful to meet you, and I thank you so much for sharing your music. Um, you're a very inspired artist. You're an awesome artist. I really, I, as soon as I heard your music, I was so happy that uh, I found you and that you were able to come on the Dharmic Evolution. So uh, I'll be watching your career, 
And I just want to wish all of uh, God's blessings on you, your mom, and Chester, and your career. Bless you. Thank you so much, by the way, for being so lovely and so much fun to talk with. So, yeah, honestly, I will forever cherish and never forget this just lovely time that I've spent with you. So, thank you. And I sincerely mean that. I sincerely... Good vibes always. <laughs> well, what did you think? As Holly got it going on, what an angelic voice and what a super wonderful young lady. Had a great time hanging with her. I hope you guys will support her. Please check the show notes. All the links for everything Holly Lovelady are in the show notes, as well as the Dharmic Rising Stars Spotify playlist links. That's a wrap for me today. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. you take a ride with me Ride on, ride on We can untangle all the mystery If wishes were windows I'd open one and find That freedom is really A simple state of mind You're the